You are now listening to the High Def Performance Podcast, hosted by Mitch Harb and Zach Smith. One, just got prepared for this. Zach took about three hours. Wanted to give you guys some good recommendations for the, uh, this is our top three. Top three. The top three podcasts. Top three. We're going to go through a lot of different categories. We'll kind of touch on them briefly, why we picked them. But basically, we're just talking about the things we like. None of these are sponsors of ours. Maybe someday. Some some people have sent us some stuff or we have worked with them in the past on. But they uh, haven't swayed our decision. Yeah, exactly. Some people have like, you know, maybe some of the coffee people have sent us cold brews or whatever. But just as a disclosure, we don't have any stake in any of these brands. We're not getting paid to talk about these. But these are genuinely the things we like to use on a daily basis. Um, so let's get into it. So we're starting with brands. Yeah. First, ca- first category. I'll just kind of name them out here. Uh, is is brand so your top three brands of any type what do you got uh mine was lulu h&m and vori and vori was they're kind of like similar to lulu and i'd say not a lot of people know what vori is either no and i'd say uh i mean they are again pretty similar and they have like their advantages and disadvantages. I really like their pants yeah. and I really like their shorts. Um, and it's just super comfy material. Uh, but obviously Lulu is, is dope too. And H and M is just like, you could get so much and it's, yeah, it's cool. That's where and, I get like, that's where cheap. I get all my street, like my streetwear clothes. And it's just like, yeah, inexpensive. They've got the really, I get these like long line tees that they have, like the suit bottom because I'm a taller guy with like a longer torso, mm-hmm. and they're like ten bucks. They've do they, and they actually last. Like I, I wash them, I I don't dry them, and they last a good long time. And so like for the price and for the styles that you can get, updated styles, I think it's the, I think it's the best out there. Well, that's what we were gonna say is like. Back in the day, it was like, it's got to have this big-ass logo on the shirt or I can't wear it. You know, yeah, you, they were always to... like graphic tees, but yeah, I like the H&M. It's all blank, blank yeah. stuff, yeah. And then I had Lulu down as well just because I I, en- I enjoy the the pants. Like, they're the best PT. Like if you're a physical therapist or if you're even a personal trainer and you're looking for, like, a little bit of a nicer style to train people in, um, they're the most comfortable. They look good, and they and they move well. And so that's you don't like, even wear jeans anymore, do you? Yeah, yeah. I wore <laughs> jeans yesterday, but. <laughs> and then you know, I said, I said, I I struggle with this. I think my I have Nike down. I don't like Nike's stuff as much as like like I'm not a Nike like sneakerhead or anything like right. that. It's just like all of the all of the cool stuff that other people do is always in it. Like if yeah. I buy Seahawks gear. It's gonna be Nike. I have this Mamba Mamba Academy sweatshirt on. It's pretty cool. It's it's a Nike sweatshirt. So it's like I think Nike just because of their reach and in, in working with people. It's like, yeah. you know, I think Under Armour pro, like is is sneaking up on like my favorite stuff because I like their golf pants. I like their their golf polos are are super nice. But then again, I like the Tiger Woods Nike stuff. But um, and then Under Armour has the Rock stuff. So right. Well, I think uh, like you we've seen it right like 
with jersey or with like pro teams and stuff like that like nike took over they got cooler you yeah. know so i give them some credit yeah but we didn't talk about this but i'm gonna throw this in there because i've just been thinking about i've changed shoe brands like i don't run i used to run only in nikes when i was oh. in college because we were sponsored by nike yeah but now i've changed up my shoe brands completely and i found the best my two favorite by far shoe brands right now and and um i say this just because i've got them and they they're super comfortable is uh the my i will always now have a pair of topo athletics and no mm -hmm. one's ever heard of them t-o-p-o -O, athletics dude the shoes are so comfortable and they're like zero drops they don't have the taller heel but they've also got that wider toe box um and they're just dude they're so comfortable like i love slip my feet into my topos and then i've got these ultras too ultras i have two different pairs of ultras they're also like that wide toe box kind of feel and i've just been super into those lately wide and just because they feel so good so instead of being so the problem with shoes i'll go into a little rant here the problem with shoes these days is they're designed for what's called first fit and feel and basically all shoes like nikes are designed to look good when you look at them from the top and they're designed to feel good when you first put your foot into them because these Nikes are being sold in places like Foot Locker and Dick's and places like that that don't have a whole lot of uh, employees that have expertise in in shoe fitting. So it feels better once you're compressed. Exactly. And it just feels it feels super spongy and, and very soft. Yeah. And then you look down at it, it's got a really slim, like pointy look like it looks aerodynamic and whatever. So. So that's how they're designed, but they're actually, that's just designed to sell shoes. It's actually not designed to be the best on your foot. That makes sense. So like when you look at these guys, when you put on a pair of ultras or topos and you yeah. look down at it from the top, they're really like rounded at the top because they're yeah. shaped like human foot where it's thinner at the back and it's wider at the toe box. Think about how narrow your heel is comparatively to where your toes are. Right. So it doesn't make sense for a shoe to be really the thin and skinny. Exactly. Yeah. So, so I've got. So I've got those pairs and like walking, there's no, there's no more comfortable shoe than walking around in my, in my, um, ultras super cushiony, but like zero drop. And then I got my running, like my, my, um, trail shoes yeah. for my, for the triathlon and then the topos. So that's an interesting just a little sneak, sneak tip, dude. Yeah. And well, that's an interesting thing. Cause now like you'll look at all your shoes. They're all like pointed. Yep. <laughs> and our, and our feet don't do that. And, and you know I'm not into like minimalist shoes, and Ultra makes a very some very cushioned, rigid, controlled shoes, which is which is good. Um, and so it's it's not even like you know it's not even that they're minimalist shoes. It's just um, they don't have that aggressive heel, um, and then and then they f actually fit your foot. Um, and that's really the problem with some other other brands now, the bigger brands, even like uh, like a New Balance and a Brooks, they're moving towards that first fit and feel because they're being purchased by large conglomerate companies. Yeah. And these conglomerate companies want you to get into big box retailers, big fives and Dick's Sporting Goods and Foot Locker and all those ones. And in order to get on a shelf in there and be successful, gotta look good. you got to look good. And so if you know, like you only see if you go to like uh, like a small running shop, you'll see they have usually they have a, like topos, they have the on clouds, they have the they have the ultras, they have the hokas, all those ones. But like hokas don't look super good, but mm -hmm. they they function well. So it's interesting, you know. It's like I don't know what the 
what the solve is for that, you know, what the solution is. Cause you just like, got to know, you just got to know your shoes. And no, like, I'm saying for them oh. as a company, like to, to actually like, I think Hoke is doing it well. They're yeah. like making it cool to have like the, like, the Hoka shoe, and even though they're super chunky, what do you think like about the Bondi's those? What do you think about those? Well, it depends. It depends because Hoka makes so many different products now. Hoka makes some shoes that look like those those Allbirds that you wear, and those aren't the best shoes. Um, but Hoka also makes the Bondi, which is like super chunky rocker bottom. Yeah, works really really well for certain people, man. Like someone's got a really stiff big toe, can't flex it up, or has a certain pain in the midfoot. So I should get those. It'll work. It'll work nice. Well, like, I think it's like someone who's like, okay, we're not going to improve this. Let's oh, get you into you, this. Or like, in the meantime, you want to keep training, but we got to keep on stretching the toe. So there, are, there are uses for it. You know, it's got to. It's almost like a prescribed shoe. But yeah. um, I've really been liking the the stuff that I've been getting from from Ultra. So cool. Yeah. Well, next one on this pace, <laughs> we're going to be we're here not going to get through it. Yeah, we'll we'll buzz through some yeah, of these. We'll be all right. I think coffee. Coffee's gonna go fast. Yeah, I mean, honestly, we tried so many that I was kind of like forgetting, and I don't. I wouldn't say I have like this one where it's like that's all I get now, because I'm more like what's available, what's at the shop. Uh, but I think, <laughs> sadly, like caveman was probably closest to one of the favorite, but they don't have them anywhere. Yeah, around us yeah and so we can only ship on amazon yeah and i just haven't done that because it's not cost effective yeah. versus a lot of t- well it actually is cost effective because the price of the case is actually cheaper per but is it's it? just like it takes advanced planning and usually when yeah. we're out we're grabbing a cold brew we're getting one on the spot to like go over a meeting or like something like that that's why like right. starbucks like trying beco- a starbucks becomes the spot dude that's what nitro starbucks nitro should have been on my list yeah it's solid and it's consistent, but like I think it's fire. Yeah, 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 and they're it's it's better than like their average coffees. Yeah, but like I had a, a caveman on the list, and then I had Rise Cold Brew. Rise is like that one is super super solid, especially if you can find on somewhere tap. that has it on tap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out to uh, to what is it called Juice Press? Yeah, dude, I think that's my favorite. Would be anything on tap. Yeah, it's just for better. sure, for sure. Uh, but but then the sleeper pick for me, dude is uh pinon coffee so homebrewed pinon no it's like a new mexico thing just hit it for it's me like all this time adobe morning it's like dude it's like got a chocolatey super chocolatey flavor you don't even close to need cream into it it's super good it doesn't have it but it's like it's just the the way it's uh the beans are roasted with the pinon so <sighs> it's like pinons are like a nut you know yeah, I know. so i think it's good that, right. those are my top ones yeah, I had Trident. Nick. Trident was in there. I like Trident <laughs> stuff a lot. Okay, we can't um, name every single yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. I had Nitro Coffee Company. Yeah, I thought that was probably one of the better like canned that I've had. Yeah, the big can or the little can. I mean, even the, the espresso one. one was pretty good too. Yeah, that was the best espresso one out there by far. Yeah, they got some new that? flavors. I've been meaning. Do they? They got like coconut. Oh yeah, yeah, the green yeah. can. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've been following them a little bit. Uh, next one. Is it books? Books. All right. Uh, my three were, and his it's top three is hard, but I think mindset for sure. That was my number one. Uh, the magic of thinking big. That was like Tim Ferriss, one of his big recommendations. And all it just, it, it really goes deep into the why not you mentality. Like it just explains people who have done big things 
their journey and, and how like they're no different. Yeah. And so you leave with, I left that book like, I might as well try. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, last one I was, I was kind of just thinking about books that have like influenced me and the four agreements I thought was really good because it just gives you like some simple and it was really easy to read just simple ways to like, uh, just make decisions, you mm -hmm. know, like, like one is, is, um, what is it? It's never take things personal. Yeah. So I'll always like, anytime I'm like feeling a certain way, I'll, I'll come back to that. Yeah. And it has like a few different simple ones that you can come back to in the moment. And I, I look at books impact wise on like, do I still think about it? You know, it doesn't yeah. still like impact me today. Um, I've read plenty of books that are cool and, and I enjoyed it, but like if I'm able to retain it like that, I think made a big impact on me. Yeah. Like the mindset. I had mindset just cause I think mindset's the basis for like everything else that I do. So, yeah. so I really like that. That one's by Carol Dweck. Um, I had, I had extreme ownership down by Jocko just cause it was, I really like how the book is written, how it's like a military. Cause I, I used to, the only books before I started reading self-improvement stuff, I only read like military history stuff for some reason. Like I would, I read about like, it's crazy. Like, I read about like the nine 11 stuff. I read about, um, the, like the, the book, um, uh, the sniper book with Chris Kyle. I, I read like, you know, like the raid on Osama bin Laden. So I, I read a lot of those different things. This is like and a then, mix of that with, yeah, it's like it's they, with he tells the, a military story. Yeah. And then he talks about the principle that's within that story and then how you can apply that to your life. And that's like literally how the whole book is structured. It's like story, how what the what the principle was within this, and then how you apply that to like corporations and business and things like that. And I'm like, that's fucking cool because it's like it's entertaining, but also it's like gives you like legit stuff to work on. And I and and I've used a lot of the principles in my life now. Um, and it, and it vibed with me pretty, pretty well as well. Um, and then I, I did like atomic habits a lot, yeah. um, which that was a good one. Um, just because of the fact that like, it really makes it simple on how to like create like structure around habit. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'd say like, yeah, I didn't have any Tim Ferriss, but like top, top authors I say would be like Tim Ferriss has like a lot of good stuff out there that I'm, that are on my list to read. Um, Jocko's got a few books that are good. His um, new ones, like yeah. number one book in the world. I know, I know. Jocko, Jocko kills it. So I'd say if if you're listening and you want books to check out, check out anything by Tim Ferriss, anything by Jocko, and then like Robert Green has a good like a lot of books that I'm like interested in reading, and that I know people that I think I've I've like read through some of some pieces of of some of them, but um, those are definitely there's a lot of Robert Green books on my list. Yeah. So. That was just a little sneaky. Of sneak in the the top authors. Authors. I've read one of his books. I think it was Mastery or something like that. I, like, and all the books he has are like good topics. I just found them a little tough to read for me. Yeah. Um, just the way they were worded, like like Atomic Habits, was so simple. Yeah. You know, like you've just flowed through it. And this one kind of just seemed like abstract. It was like I, I don't really know what you're saying. I wonder but. if it'll change it if I do. Uh, like, cause I listen, I do a lot of audiobooks. is what I do. Yeah, maybe. So I wonder, maybe it'll, maybe it'll change that phenomenon. Who knows? What's next podcast? Yeah, we can jump into podcasts and then we'll go into artists. Um, my podcast and it, it's tough. Cause I want to just give like, you know, almost like pay homage to like Gary V's podcast. Cause at one point, like daily, 
when he was doing the daily V, like for sure, I listened to it every day yeah. and it was like that motivation for me. Yeah. I don't really anymore just cause I'm like, I'm good. I think that's the classic though. For, for me, like I still like when I need a little bit of entertainment, a little bit of kicking my ass, like to get going, I still will throw on Go back to Gary V audio experience. Yeah. AKA what's it called now? Interrupted. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's called, I think they're trying to change the name to interrupted because Everyone complains about how he interrupts all the guests. <laughs> yeah, he did. I think I think he did do that. Uh, I think um, Impact Theory. Impact Theory is my number one. Yeah. By far, no questions, hands really? down, hundred yeah. percent. And then the last one, I, I have like, I'm more of like, who's the guest and what's the topic? Like, oh, hundred percent. I don't really, I don't really have like. I'll only listen to you. Yeah. Like if, if this dude's on someone that's, else's podcast, like that's why Tom Bill, you is so good. It's because I do has all, to do it for him. He has all the best guests and he has really good input as yep. well. Yep. Like that's, that's the one thing I was going to say about like, I, I like uh dramas podcast, but it's not his input. input yeah. His input is not, is not the best out there, but just cause he's still trying to learn it. Like maybe down the road, he'll have it down and he'll be able to give some input. I like the but Tom Bill you can can really go down paths with people. Yeah. yeah. And I like drama's guess. Yep. Like he brings on people with just crazy like things that I haven't really learned about, yep. you know. So I think he like expands my my knowledge. I was going to say the last one um it's either James Altucher cuz he really brings a lot of good insights into like finance and just like business. I don't think I, I, don't think I listen to his podcast. He's cool, man. Like he's got crazy stories and, uh, and he, he just, his like thing is like, he'll share anything that has gone in his life. And he's like, I like one thing that stuck out to me. He's like, I don't write it or I don't publish it unless like I'm afraid. I realize that I'm afraid and I'm, Oh, I've heard him. Say. I've heard him on, I've heard him on other people's podcasts. Yeah. Maybe he's been on, on some stuff I've listened to for sure. Uh, and then I was going to say mind pump. I gotta be in the mood for it. Yeah, I like Mind Pump for information. It's not going to be good for the general public to me. It's just some of it's just too it just gets too in the weeds sometimes. Yeah. But but if it's a specific like it. topic that or or someone's on it. Yeah. You know? So I, I had Impact Theory. Gary Gary V, I had I have four that I really listen to a lot. Um but Gary V I think is like I like listening to his keynotes, but it gets repetitive. But that's his thing, and I understand like that. Like he doesn't go outside of his box, which which I enjoy. He doesn't like talk on topics that he doesn't know about. Um, but he does give a lot of good business advice to people, so I like to listen to those. Like I really like the fireside chats, and then like the the four Ds, like inside the four Ds things, because I like to hear about people's problems and then, like how he how he goes. I did at like people that as well. Um, and then I like Rogan, yeah. Joe, the Joe Rogan experience, just because. He gets good guests on, and a lot of it's science and interesting. And like Joe seems like such an an interested guy, yeah. Like where he's like really in, like really interested in the topics of the people that go on, and he can really go down. He doesn't bring people on just to pitch their shit. Like, he, right. and he, he knows a lot of crazy shit. Yeah, exactly. He he and he add, he's able to add in, and he really is able to add a lot of value to the conversation as well. He seems like he's more, got a lot of life experience. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's a lot more, and it's a lot more conversation rather than interviewing. Yeah. He's not really interviewing people necessarily. It's like, 
interview mixed with conversation, which is like kind of what Tom Bill you does. And he can like add in, um, you know, like wise thoughts. Yeah. Uh, and then the other one that I was off for a while, but I'm, I'm back on cause he gets really good gets too, is uh Lewis Howe school of greatness yeah. just cause he's, he's got the guests. Can't man. deny it, man. He's you got, can't deny he's it. got the guests on, he, you know, he's got, he's got good stuff to add in as well. Um, I'd say so. he does a good job of that being interested too. Yeah. Like he'll, he'll ask some questions that you don't hear. Yeah. I was just thinking about, uh, that <laughs> Gary V episode where he like, <laughs> I love, I it's always entertaining when he like just talks to talks people into things. Remember that one where he's like, dude, I'm buying you a fucking flight right now. He's like, yeah, yeah. he's like, check your phone. He's like, I just Venmo you for the flight. Yeah, the yeah. guy's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. I was laughing my ass off dude, during yeah. that. Yeah. He's like, get your ass, pack your bags right now. See, that's the thing about like Gary V and Rogan are more for like entertainment slash like motivation information. Yeah. Whereas like impact theory and school greatness are like, like just you're trying learning. to learn, you're trying mm-hmm. to learn something. You got to be in a learning mindset. So I use them all to my advantage. You know, it's like if after a long day, I'll pop on Rogan. Like we, we, we usually sleep. We put on Rogan like for a 30 minute timer before we go to sleep, like yeah. just to kind of, get our thoughts moving in a different direction. So, yeah. What's next? Music? Let's do music artists. Okay. Well, uh, my top three are just one guy. No. <laughs> no. Uh, I had the same top one as you, so I'll go first. Drake? Because you've been going first. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Drake. I like Drake. Drake, number one. Just, you know, he's got he's got good hits, solid music, good lyrics, consistent, and yeah. consistent stuff. Uh I probably had a different genre that you don't have, but I had DJ Snake. He's got just sick beats, good like workout music, super motivational. Like it's just like the music is is uh, it's just going. solid, consistent. Yeah, exactly. Like put it on, just get pumped up. Um, and then I don't know, man. I'm kind of like torn between Tory Lanez and Nipsey Hussle. One of those two guys. Yeah. Number three, right now, currently, obviously, I have so many other people that I listen to and, right. and whatever, but that's kind of like my my current my current stuff that I'm that I'm on. Yeah, you know, my whole outlook on music has kind of changed recently, just because it was actually after really listening or reading that it takes what it takes, because he talks about how music can shift your your mental state, mm-hmm. and uh, so like a lot of the people I used to listen to, um, even Drake, man, you're like I don't. I'm I'm like struggling to see the benefit now of like uh, listen to this sad slow song that sounds good. I don't ever listen to slow Drake. I only listen I to loved, I, I only just listen loved, to rap Drake. I just yeah, and I just had like a It's always been the interesting thing about me. I know you've always liked like I I really don't vibe with slow songs. I just I've always like loved hearing people sing well, yeah. you know? But then I was like I really believe like it'll get you in a, a different state and I don't want to ever be in that state. Um, so, so now like my artists and things like that are, are based on like most of the time, if I'm listening to music, it's literally just to get me hyped up, yeah. you know, versus like just to pass the time. Yeah. And I think that's the difference. So, uh, but also I look more, more into like, what are these people saying? Mm-hmm. And so like Drake has like some good motivational, like hype songs too, which I like. But uh, Meek Mill, I mean, 
you know, he's obviously talking about the typical rap stuff, but I, it fires me up, dude. He's changed his lyrics a little bit. I know that, like, True. yeah. And then uh, one person I used to listen to a lot, and now I'm getting back into him because he's always kind of been on that, is Big Sean. Mm-hmm. Because, like, if you listen to his lyrics, he talks about, like, mm-hmm. like he said, like, uh, the bigger the muscle, the smarter the mind. Like, something like, yeah, yeah. like, and I was just like, dang, he's always been talking about this motivational stuff. Yeah. So, I think, like, music, like, subliminally, like, programs you That's why I bit. like Nipsey, too. He talks about, like, a lot of Hustle. That. Yeah. Literally, yeah. yeah. Motivation and all that stuff. Yeah. For sure. So... Yeah, no, that's a good point is like it, it can impact your mindset negative or positive, you know, and you can use music to be powerful and change your state um, or you can let it change you and and kind of like determine your mood. So you got to be really careful Dude, with what you put in. Two days ago, The Weeknd's album dropped, you know, mm-hmm. and I've always loved The Weeknd, but, you know, obviously he's like slower and, and slow jam stuff. Yeah. And I was like listening to it two days ago. And it was good. Like, I liked the singing and the beats. And I literally stopped and I was like, I don't really feel very good anymore. You know, like, I'm just kind of like sad, especially the times we're in. For I was sure. like, wow, this is real, man. Yeah. I had to put on some Meek Mill and get fucking fired up. <laughs> get get yourself back. Yeah. Go slap myself. And, and we're back. Yeah. <laughs> put on some DJ Snake next time, dude. Start just raging. <laughs> What's next? Exercises? Yeah. Well, let's, go, let's go through exercises. All right. So be clear, these are your favorite exercises for you personally to do. Not, f- not, fun not for our clients. Yeah. Fun-wise. Things that when they're on the list on our workout, we're like... We enjoy. Yes. This is my day. Let's hear it. I like, uh, number one, dumbbell bench. I just like... I don't like barbell bench anymore because it hurts my shoulders. It hurts. it hurts my <laughs> chest. Uh, but I'm like, I like dumbbell bench because I can load it up. It's safe. It makes you feel strong. I like to just like I love the feeling of pressing. Exactly, it's kind of like that power pose. Like at the top, you're like d- dumbbells are together. You're full like fully flexing. You know, it's like it just it feels good. Yeah. Um, number two, I like to do this combination movement, which is like a barbell, like straight leg deadlift, and then I clean it up into a shoulder front rack position, and then I press it overhead. And then I just go through that because I'm like, this feels just like a really nice, like full flow. body flow movement where I'm just moving the bar real close to my body, trying to be super efficient and clean just, movements feel good. When, yeah. Yeah. When you exa- got the technique. Exactly. Exactly. And it, and it, and I'll do it with the, uh, I'll do it with the bar with the curl bar with the, with the little curve in it. Um, cause then my wrists are in neutral and it feels, right. it feels nice that way. So that's number two. And then. I really like anything with like banded hip exercises. I just love the feeling of getting my hip stronger just because I know it's good for my knee and my foot and right, my ankle. Right. So I'll do like, I like doing side steps. I like doing the clamshells. I like doing hip abductions. I like doing all of those kind of things. Well, that's interesting because you've attached it to getting you better, mm-hmm. which is why you, you like enjoy it. Yep. Uh, what would you say your least favorite? Maybe do you have any least that you're like, God, I don't Back squat. Do that. <laughs> I honestly don't like back squat and I don't like uh I don't like uh like barbell deadlift. Really? I like trap bar deadlift. Yeah. I just don't like the feel of yeah. of I mean, you know, here's the thing. I had to do that for a long long time when I was in college. I had to do like these super heavy through lifts pain. and like yeah, and I don't know. I just I 
I don't enjoy like I don't enjoy putting two fifty to three hundred pounds on a back squat and just fucking getting hammered because it, it just really doesn't make my joints feel great. No. Like and now I'm all about like what can I what can I do that makes me actually feel better at the end of the workout? Like I'd much rather do like a, a trap bar deadlift or like a goblet straight squat. straight leg yeah goblet squat with a heavy weight or something that just fuels better like where yeah. I'm a lot more open I don't feel like I'm getting crushed by because like just so much compression on my spine and I've had back issues in the past um, that I've solved through physical therapy and stuff like that and I'm just yeah. like it's it's not a necessary piece of my program right now because I'm not trying to you know it's it's necessary for certain people but definitely don't like it that much yeah what are your favorites my favorites I would say um, I love I love the deadlift just because barbell I'd say trap bar or barbell um just because it feels good man like to just actually get some clean reps I never was like one who I was gonna like push the limits and, yeah. and really try and get crazy with it but like a clean uh just hinge and lock out and then dropping it back down and then setting setting up staying tight as possible like mm -hmm. just feels good um and then I would say I love the single arm row um, just because that feels good too. And then I, I enjoy I enjoy the Bulgarian split squat, honestly, because it's it's a tough movement and it's it's a way that I can push myself, but I don't have the pain of the squat. Yeah. Because you know, yeah. I used to like squatting because it was like this is fucking intense. Yeah. But then it, I always hurt afterwards, you know, yeah. and, and it hurt like every rep, like fuck. Yeah. Whereas the split squat, you know, it's like, you don't have that pain on your back. Yeah. And it's interesting. Cause like, you know, our bodies are obviously built a lot differently. Like you're more short and compact. I'm a lot longer. So like our exercise that we like are going to be a lot different. I think just from that fact. Yeah. And then like our previous injury history and personal joint pains, like I don't like Bulgarian split squat as much. Um, I would like a um, step back lunge a little bit better, or like a slider lunge, or like a like a um, like a T kind of like a like a ke like a single leg kettlebell deadlift or something yeah. like that, um, just because like it's easier on my knees, and because so, I've had knee surgery on both my knees, so it's right. it's, it's interesting because I think that that is a huge influence on what people gravitate towards and what they like is like even without maybe even knowing it, yeah. it's like oh I've I've felt pain or been injured in this area before. Like these are the ones, and I think this is a good question to ask yourself, or even for trainers to ask their clients: is like, yeah. <clears throat> what are your top three favorite exercises? What are your least three? There's probably a, f a reason why their least three are like are there are there at their bottom of their list, you know? Well, and one thing I hear a lot of trainers preach is like, you have to do like, what are your least favorites? You have to do them, mm -hmm. and I get that like, it depends where you're coming from because maybe there's some movements that I just have not mastered yet and i'm like avoiding uh but for the most part like the reason i don't like it is because i they're they're painful and and maybe yep. then it's like you need to you need to go address your mobility issues so they're not painful anymore but mm -hmm. i don't know like i don't i don't really see the need to overhead press all the time if it doesn't feel great yeah and when i'm doing that that overhead press with, i i'm not a huge fan of overhead press but this one I don't go super heavy. Right. Um, it's just a nice, like, I just like to get moving. You know, mm -hmm. I can do, I'll do like 15 or 20 of them. So right. it's not like super heavy in that. I'm like, just like 
nothing makes me cringe more when I see somebody like that has a friend help them get their their dumbbells on their shoulders right. and, oh, and then they, they're going up and they're just like all over the place and they're just like doing these little tiny reps and they're just like oh, like barely getting it up overhead i'm like ooh, and then they drop it and just look i'm like oh man that's, that's such a good point waiting to happen man is like if if you need someone if you can't control a weight to get it into position like that's probably not a good idea <laughs> yeah yeah, I mean, I mean, really, to be honest, unless you're like a bodybuilder or a strong man, like you're trying to gear yourself. But like the fact you're that not. if you have to have someone's help to get a weight into a position and you need help to get it out of the position or it's unsafe, it's not or it's unsafe coming out of it. Yeah. Right, it's not yeah. really benefiting you. Yep, exactly. Uh, <clears throat> what's next? Let's do uh, meals. <laughs> All right, go for it. All right, top meals. Is my homemade. You tried it last night. Mongolian it's, it's, beef. It's better. It's better when it's fresh. Dude, I'll that do was a, pretty good. I'll do a homemade Mongolian beef with some white rice and broccoli. Uh, that's one of my. That's one of my go-to's now. You know, I don't get to make it that much because it takes a lot of prep. Because you got to get the uh, flank steak and cut it into little thin pieces, and then you've got to. I was impressed. Do dude. potato starch, and then I, f- I f- fry it, and then we. I make my own homemade. Uh, Mongolian sauce, so take some prep, but it tastes good. <clears throat> I like the, I like like a burrito or burrito bowl ingredients. Pretty simple, just like ground beef or ground turkey, um, some type of beans, lettuce and tomato, salsa, uh, chopped onion, um, avocado, and then some hot like some good fire hot sauce on yeah. that, and just like love it. It's good with man. some with some lettuce in a bowl, or you know if I'm feeling feeling like it have yeah. the tortilla and everything and then my other go-to that i really like um is just egg roll in a bowl which is essentially like an egg roll ingredients like the inside of an egg roll uh without the shell around the outside so it's pretty easy the reason why i like i have it on my list is quick to make easy it's filling tastes good solid yeah so i mean I don't know. I guess my my one of my favorites was definitely just a taco bowl. I freaking like it's so simple too. It almost feels weird putting that on there because it is so easy. But every mm-hmm. time I have it, I'm like, God, I love this still. Yeah, you know, it just never gets old. Yep. Uh, because you can also like use a different salsa this yeah, time or whatever sure. the hell. For sure. Um, then I would say the right pizza is up there. Um, freaking good. And then I also, I love a good pulled pork sandwich, dude. Fucking I was going to put, like, if I was going to put, like, what my absolute, absolute. Well, that's fit, what I thought you were doing. No, I was, like, doing what, like. What you the, like at home. My, my meals that I go to right now. Yeah. Um, I'm, a, I'm a huge, like, Cubano and fries. But, like, that's not. I don't eat it that much. I don't. Because it's unhealthy. Pizza or But I'm, like, pork, a huge. I'm a huge, like burger burger and fries guy too but um i try i try to like limit that as much as i possibly can but yeah yeah Yeah. i'd say favorites that's why i try to throw one in that i just eat regularly because i that i actually really enjoy and i'd I'd rather have that even over pulled pork every night because also i attached it with it benefiting me yep so i think that's a big reason i like it too but yeah for sure 
Wasn't that follows? Roll, no, let's roll into chain restaurants from that because we may as well. Dude, that gave me an idea. I guess it doesn't count. But you can dine in there. Mod? Yeah. I thought about putting it on there for Dude. like in, like over there on the, on the to-go side. They're so good. Yeah. Mod is solid. We we get mod quite often. But we had, I had BJ's on there, had Yard House, and then P.F. Chang's. But Keep why do you, mind like I, you just like to drink there? No. You like their food? BJ's? I like BJ's food. Well, what is Yard House? Oh, we ate there. BJ's food is is like Didn't we the go best to Yard House of, recently? Is best of all the chains. Yeah, we went to the Yard House to watch some sports, um, and that's their, why I like it. Food the environment's good. good. The, inf- the the food is okay. It's not the best. Keep in mind, I don't really eat at these places. Like I haven't eaten PF Chang's for like four or five years, <laughs> but like I do like their Mongolian beef. I do like their their uh, Chang spicy Chang spicy chicken is pretty good. I can't believe you didn't put Reds on there. I'm not really like that was a whole misconception about me being a Reds Red Robin guy. Now it sticks with you. Um, and then like the fast food, I think would be it. You know, it's local to us though. That's the other thing. That's why I didn't put it on the list. Is Mod is not like all around. They're not. No. Oh. And then uh, Evergreens, they're not all around either. Well, I mean, they're just their different format, like Blaze Pizza or whatever. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. The uh, make your own pizza place. But, but I mean, there's one in Albuquerque that wasn't as good as Mod. Not even really? close. Yeah. Yeah. It's called Wise Pies. Yeah. I said, I said, uh, the Ram, dude. I mean, I guess the food is just whatever, but it's. Yeah. BJ's is better good. food, I think, than the Ram, but I don't Ram feel, is okay. I don't feel like I've really been there that much. BJ's? I mean, yeah. there's not that many. Yeah. Like, the Ram's fucking everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's just like. But it, BJ's is more like in other states. Would you rather go to Applebee's or the Ram? I feel the, like I take the, the Ram. The Ram, yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Applebee's anymore, dude. We used to go there. <laughs> we, when we played were in high that school. out. Yeah, it's, uh, it's gone. Apparently, they do like dollar drinks now. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to stay alive at this point. <laughs> They're doing something. <laughs> hey, I will tell you what though, and you wouldn't like it, but the quesadilla burger at Applebee's was so good <laughs> but you're out after I like that. their boneless wings, the boneless wings out after yeah, that their boneless wings are pretty good uh and then yeah I mean as far as chain restaurants again I don't really go to like a sit in like a Applebee's but I do like a red robin burger to be honest yeah they're, they're freaking good they have and, a large large uh, assortment of burgers or what was that spot that was in Issaquah and at the landing that like that seafood and uh i can't remember what it was called it was actually pretty good though it seemed like a chain like but was it like wild oh wild fin yeah Yeah. it was pretty good yeah uh but then i mean big evergreens guy yeah evergreens and mod i probably hit those and any pokey spot on this planet (laughs) (laughs) i'll go shout out to whatever that one is in fremont seattle (laughs) yeah i don't remember what it's called i don't know either it's so good but they're all the same yeah Tastes good. Yeah. 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 Good choices. You know, you know, I was thinking was another one that I used to like, but now like pretty much closed down is like Henry's was. was oh, yeah. They yeah good food. In Bellevue. So, yeah. So weird. What's the last one? We're down to the last category. Hopefully you guys have enjoyed this for a little bit of entertainment, kind of listening to get a little peek into Mitch and I's like habits and life. Yeah. What we do. Um, it's I- IG follows, Instagram follows. Gotcha. Number one, gonna give another another little bit of love to uh, Tom Billu. Just yeah. a little bit of daily motivation, good uh, curated posts, consistent. Yeah, consistent stuff. Good messages, positive. I like watching The Rock for entertainment. 
like checking out his cheat meals, seeing what he's eating on a Sunday. How many how many damn cookies that guy can eat is uh, and su- his sushi platters are impressive. Um, <clears throat> and then shout out to a local guy who is who's a good uh, role model on how you can crush it on social media with video quality content consistency um, is Luca Hosevar. Um Coach Luca at uh, Vigor Ground is just crushing it on on Instagram. Really puts out uh, quality stuff um, that yeah. I've I've enjoyed. Yeah, I'd agree. I think he's so quality in the fitness and like the motivation and mindset. Because some of his posts I'll read, I'm like, damn, that was that was freaking good. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I also yeah, he's got some good copy for sure. And well, I also like his stories because he just shows like. He's consistent reading, studying this, you know, you're like, shit, I'm motivated to go do the same. Exactly. Uh, I would say Tom Billy was up there for me. And I mean, shoot, obviously if I listen to their podcast, I'm going to probably enjoy following him. Yep. But yeah, he's just, everything is a good message. Mm -hmm. Um, Gary V is up there for me. I think, uh, yeah, again, sometimes I'm like off him, but. Same thing. Sometimes he'll have a quick message. I'm like, yeah. I Someone that you can always that. go back to. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then Luke is up there for me too, just because it's super helpful for what I do. Um, but Goggins, dude. I swear, anytime he posts, and it's not often, <laughs> I'm like, let's fucking go, dude. I'm hyped. Yeah. And not everyone can do that. Yeah. So he's just, he's just like – Puts the fire in your eye, dude. What, what was it when uh, he arm wrestled that guy? I was like, oh, no. Yeah. Who's going to carry the boat? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, let's go, yeah. dude. Yeah. So. Solid. Well, hey, if you guys fun. enjoyed this, tell us more top threes you want to hear. Yeah. We'll, we'll share. I had fun. I did, too. Good podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed listening to uh, our uh, little bit little bit silly inside yeah inside inside a peak inside of our lives yeah cool all right later guys see ya